Set your faces to fun and hold on to your buns. Let's talk Star Trek, the next generation. With Charlie and Megan, shut up, Wesley, you're dumb. So come on, set your faces to fun. Welcome back to Set Phasers to Fun, everybody. Set Phasers to Fun, which is not our theme song. We have another one, but it's been so long since we recorded, I don't remember what it goes. Sorry for inundating you guys with episodes. Uh, <laughs> but there's just been a lot of news, a lot of insight that we've been... We just can't stop sharing our wisdom. It's been busy. We've been busy people. I've been, I've been all over the world. I've been saving babies and then putting them back in jeopardy just so they don't get, you know, too big a head. Sure. That the kind of classic, thing. The classic mm-hmm. Megan Gogarty Gambit, they call it. Mm-hmm. I, I rescue pets, and then I both spay and neuter them <laughs> just, just to be on the safe side. I like to cover my bases. <laughs> sure. In that way. And you're not licensed, which is a thing a lot of people well, don't know. Well, no. <laughs> Live free or die, Charlie. Live free or die. So, or are you licensed at birth in the state of Iowa? <laughs> If you don't know how to animal wrangle, if you don't know how to neuter by the time you're 13, what the hell are you even doing? You know what I mean? What's the point? What is the point? Otherwise, you have a stray wildlife running around. (laughs) This ain't no fancy big city. Um, We made it beyond all reason to episode 35. Look at that. Our podcast is 35 episodes old. That's right. It's 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 sophisticated. It's got its graduate degree. It could be president? Yeah, it could just now be elected president, but probably won't be for no. another no. 10 to 12 years. It is it, a millennial? Uh, yes. Yes, our podcast is a millennial. And it's frankly irritated that people keep considering teenagers millennials. Because millennials are now in their 20s and 30s. That's right. very much. Correct. They have a new unnamed generation. That's right. Our podcast is having avocado toast and doing and killing various industries and is proud of it. That's right. You and I are just a couple of Gen Xers (laughs) coming down from the high of singles still. That's right. Nobody cares about us as they shouldn't. That's correct. That's the right answer. No. And it's all just a construct. That's right. We're just... What's age, man? It's a number. (laughs) It's about how you feel. Me and Jim Carrey are the same age, except for that we're not. Except for that maybe we are on a spiritual plane. Aren't we all the same thing? Aren't we all Jim Carrey? Wow. Did we just turn into high school... I mean, college freshmen at a party (laughs) where there's weed? Aren't we all Jim Carrey in our minds and hearts? Aren't we uh, all that one movie that he made where he made faces of people? Isn't that who we are in the dead of night? <laughs> um, we haven't spoken to you guys since August. Um, we, we were not on speaking terms, but we've forgiven you all. We've so forgiven it's good. you. I mean, the clamor for a new episode was was deafening, but we <laughs> have we've made it. We've made it. Um, Megan, Charlie and I were being very star- famous too. Don't tell. Don't forget about that part. Correct. We're so famous and successful. Megan, how much Star Trek have you been watching the last three months? Oh, I would say I, I don't even know if you could count as high as the is the answer. It's so it's so is it, high. Is it none? It is zero. The answer is zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because you're going to lead some fresh perspective to these questions that we've gotten. I oh, think it's excellent. time that we set our phasers. To listener mail. 
A guy in jail, Christian Bale, a girl named Gail. You never know who's gonna ride in, so set your phasers to listener mail. Tony Faxton, the gift that keeps on giving. Tony's uh, podcast, as a brief plug, uh, Felice Navapod, just came back. Oh, that's great! Uh, so take a take a listen. Good timing, Tony. Megan, your Twitter avatar at this small size looks like you're um, you're about to vomit out of a pool. Like you're in a pool, <laughs> but it looks like you're about to throw up the doll. I don't in know what fact, that. I am on the side of a pool decorating a cake oh. with the doll, but it's not actually cake. It's actually a ham covered in pineapples. I see. Also, it, or maybe it looks like maybe not throwing up. Maybe like you're admiring a pizza. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm putting little little cherries. I had to look and see. But I'm putting little cherries on the pineapple on the ham with a doll by the side of a pool. Obviously. I was doing a photo shoot for one of my plays, and that was an, uh, uh, an extra. Your play, Pool Pizza Party. Yeah, my play, um, Scary Doll Goggles. Cast aside your masks and let me slip into your minds. I think we should watch... The new show together, and then talk about it. The Picard one. Picard fantasies. Oh, not the not the one that's on, but the Picard one. No, Picard, Picard fan. <laughs> Picard after dark. Yeah, that's what I assume. <laughs> the red, the red Picard diaries. That's right. All right. Uh, Jason Elliott um, writes in. I don't know Jason Elliott, so thanks for listening. He sent a video, uh, which is really funny, of him trying to tell his Google Home to play our podcast. And he keeps asking, and it keeps saying, no, no, no. because um, Google Home has taste. Good job, Google Home. And then he played it the video back so he could post it, and Google Home answered that one and played the podcast. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there in, in uh, Silicon Valley, but you guys need to get into it. So, Jason, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, you worked really hard to listen, Jason. That's right. Uh, Jarrett Moreland writes in. Uh, three months ago, he says, just listening to your Picard episode. I know it's all for fun. Great way to start a question. <laughs> but- <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I got to brace myself for whatever's coming. Because <laughs> you know it's not going to be good. <laughs> I know it's all for fun, but my inner super nerd won't let me not say this. Before we get to what your inner super nerd is controlling you to say... You don't. You don't have to. You can suppress this. I know you can do it. I don't know if he can. I know Jared, and he's a lovable, wonderful person who cannot suppress these impulses. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Um, he what he cannot avoid saying is Galron died in DS9, and Picard's <laughs> brother and nephew died in a fire in Generations. Probably won't be visiting the vineyard. Okay. Back to the comedy. <laughs> Oh, this is about in reference to we were predicting what would happen to these characters in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is assuming that either of us have either watched or cared about DS9. Correct. See, Jared is falling into the classic tra- classic trap, which is assuming that Charlie and I know really anything. Classic trap. It's a classic. Um, we know next to nothing. We have both watched Star Trek The Next Generation a few times, and that's it. That's the only thing that qualifies us to have this podcast. It's almost as if we're entirely unqualified to have the podcast, and yet we persist, Elizabeth Warren style, to blather into the internet 
for nothing. The only people this podcast is helping is the, the people that we pay money to to have it on their internet site. <laughs> um, and hopefully yeah. you out there, maybe you're getting a little something out of it. Who knows? A couple of us. If anything, here's think about this. To, to Jarrett and all the Jarrett-like fans, use this as an opportunity to feel superior to us. Because, you know, that's yeah. easy to do. I'm yeah. happy about that. Um, I did watch DSI when it was on for a little bit, but I stopped. And then I, it's on Netflix, and I turned it on, you know, a few days ago to see kind of like, oh, maybe it's... I watched the first couple of seasons, but I found it depressing. And then I was like, I have free will, and I turned it off. Yep, correct. But I might feel like it's less depressing now. So, in conclusion, Jared. Shut up, Wesley. (laughs) And also, I love you. I'm sure that you're a delight. Jason, uh, Jason McCullough, of course. Admiral's Club. He wrote, he sent us an article, um, The Myth of the Board Transporter Chief. I don't have time to read it. That sounds exciting. It probably would not be that interesting for the audience. You think they, they would find it boring? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason Cassidy writes in. Admiral's In addition to the uh, Picard Picard After Dark series that's coming out, uh, CBS is developing an animated Star Trek comedy. Really? According to this internet site. Wow. Um, I don't have any other information about it. Do you think it'll be like slapsticky? Like yuck, 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 yuck. I mean, I hope it's funnier than The Next Generation's attempt at humor. Yeah, they don't do comedy well. Star Trek in general doesn't do comedy super yeah. well. And, like, this is kind of what the Orville's doing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a space adventure, but it's got some... It's funny. Yeah. You remember Galaxy Quest? That was a good oh, sure. Star Trek Great. comedy. Fantastic. I don't know that we need this. I will watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine it. It's not, uh, it's not scratching any itches. But thank you for notifying us. John. It may be our favorite show. Jason. Who knows? I may be, I might get turned right around. There's all kinds of stupid garbage that I like that other people don't like, and then there's really great stuff that other people like that I think is boring. <laughs> so there what you're are. saying is different strokes. Different, different strokes. Josh, of course, writes in. Admiral's Club. The only thing coming to mind is this: What did you want to see on TNG that you never got to? What would you what? would you do with the free reign of just one episode or the entire series? Great question. That is a great question. Here's the thing about that. There's all kinds of things that I want to see, but probably shouldn't see. Right. Like, what I want to see is Picard and Bev getting it on, but it's probably the better choice not to give me that. Yeah. I would like to see, like, him press her up against, like, the ten forward wall, and, like, it lights up behind them. Uh Uh-huh. That'd be great. I don't, see, I don't see that happening. They're just lit by the lights of the table. Do you know what I'm saying? I should um, really write some fan fiction. Have you ever, I was going to ask you, have you ever started a final draft file with some <laughs> fan fiction just to that effect <laughs> that's just sitting on your computer? Uh, I'm going to add that to my to-do list right now because these ideas are just, they're gold. You know, I always wonder, what would I do in an episode? I would like more Will and Tom um, Riker 100%. shenanigans. 100%. I'd like to give us that one good episode and then that's it. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. 
What happened to Engine Sony Gomez? I want to see her. For real? For sure? Um, I think um, Max Headroom's character should have broken out of prison, broken out of prison, and um, caused some more trouble. Yeah, he's fun. I can't get enough Q episodes, more Q episodes, and more with other Qs. Like, I love it when the Q continuum comes and, and scolds him. Sure. You know Remember what? Remember Corbin like? Burnson as a Q? Let's oh, have yeah. him back. The best. I would love to see. Um, remember those aliens that burst out of that guy's chest? What are those fellows up to these days? Uh, do they are they having barbecues? Are they yeah. do they have a little sitcom of their own? Why why isn't that the sitcom? Seems like they should be you know trying yeah. to burst out some more chests. <laughs> Chest bursters. Um. I would like to see. I would um, morbidly like a episode of Wesley just kind of like bored in his storm room. I would like to see, like, Wesley as, like, a Parker Lewis can't lose character, but only he does lose. That's right. the twist. Right. Wesley loses again and again. You blocked my path. You Bulgarian sludge rat. I'm sorry. It was an honest mistake. I apologize. I wouldn't mind some more Ensign Rowe. Oh, for sure. For sure. I would like to see Ensign Rowe and Worf become like buddies oh, and like yeah. and have eyebrow offs. That you know what I good. mean? Like they would just like cock eyebrows at each other. And they would have a lot I imagine a lot of snickering. I don't ever get to hear Worf snicker, but I bet he could snicker. I would like to see Riker's jazz band do some road kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I would not like to see that. Just them on just them in a shuttlecraft going like to different Going to Risa. Being like, this is our big shot. That's right. Forget Starfleet. This is the big time, baby. It's Risa. They do. They do a week at Risa. They do a week at the business <laughs> Unitard. You know, Unitard <laughs> conference. They do a few days at Jordy's. You know, yacht. <laughs> Forget it, Will. It's Risa. <laughs> They're just having having some. <laughs> I know Vosh already showed back up, but more Vosh, please. She's fun. Vosh versus the other one that Picard was owning. Which one was that? The the astrologist? <laughs> Not the astrologist, the astrologist. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the first line. She also lives on Risa. That would be the, the first line of the episode. Gotta make an appointment with my astrologist. Nice planet. Oh, and then the chick from um, Insurrection that Picard was down with. Boy, Picard had really had a good run of it. Yeah, and then Beverly walks in. I would like to see Picard go to the model ships convention where he makes the model ships, only to discover that it's all been overtaken by um, people who have more interesting hobbies, and then he's got to, like, deal with that reality. Right. Uh, as a brief aside, somebody, uh, Maria Sertis posted, uh, she ran into two people at the... Uh, Comic-Con. Did I talk about this last time? I don't know. She ran into so. two people. They were dressed as um, aerobics, Bev and Deanna. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> uh, more aerobics from Bev and Deanna, for That's sure. correct. I would like them to, to um, rope other members of the crew into their aerobics classes. Yeah, That's- 100%. 
Yeah, I would like to see some Geordi aerobics. Um, good lord. Um, I just saw a picture of the Supreme Court show up on Twitter, and I was like, oh no! <laughs> but, <laughs> but. I would like to see an episode where Will Riker has that, you know, he gets that gleamy look of delight in his eyes when something happens that he likes. Sure. Where he's like opens a present. I would like yeah. to see a whole episode devoted to Will Riker opening presents. <laughs> and he just gleams. He's like, oh. Because what's great about it is that he's so thrilled and delighted, but he's not particularly surprised. Right. You know, like when somebody opens a present and they're like, oh, I'm so surprised. What a thoughtful gift you got. This he's like, no, I know you were thinking of me. That's not a surprise. But what is what is wonderful is this gift. Like he doesn't, he, you know, he's not arrogant or cocky about it. He just knows. He's like, yes, you have been thinking of me, and That's it right. was right of you to be thoughtful. And this gift is great, and I love it. It's a trombone made out of chocolate mousse. I'm all for it. Um, trombone wax. Yeah. Um, beard polish. Mm-hmm. Um, Eye twinkle Spandex. Uh, corsets. Male corsets. Mm-hmm. Girdles. 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 Uh, spanks. F- future spanks. You know those future spanks have got to be comfortable AF. Oh, yeah. Because it's the future. Right. I love that in the future they have solved poverty, but not body dysmorphia. Right. <laughs> and also I would imagine the, f- the, you know, you would be on kind of a, the, the, the ship could make you food that would not make you fat. You would think, what's the point of living in the future if you can't have cheesecake for every meal? That's what I'm saying. Get on it, science. I can't think of none. Yeah, why don't you put down your, quote, climate change, unquote, dilemma and start working on never-ending, hot and cold, running cheesecake. (laughs) That's what we need. Uh, Oh, the permafrost is melting. Is it melting on a platter of cheesecake? Then I don't want to hear about it. Do you think when they dig up the ashes of our civilization <laughs> in a couple of thousand years, they're only going to find TNG episodes and be like, these are what these assholes thought this was going to be like? This is what it was? What an idiot. Yeah. Do you see that climate change report was like, we're all doomed and and these 10 people, these 10 corporations are putting like 71% of the coal or 71% of the carbon into the air. Yeah. Like 10 companies. And I was like, that's too bad. It should be like... One of those should say, and Megan Gogarty. Because then I would feel great. I wouldn't feel right. depressed at all. I'd be like, I could do something. Yeah. I could commit ritual suicide or something. Not going to happen. No. Instead, they're like, sorry, it's Russian coal and Exxon. Sorry, kids. Wah, wah. I am, uh, by the way, I'm teaching Alice uh, stick fighting in the backyard <laughs> on weekends if anybody wants to come by. I bet she's a hell of a stick fighter. Oh, yeah. Well, as, as often as I get kicked in the balls, um, I think <laughs> she's going to be a formidable opponent. Because it stops me, and I have 200-something-odd pounds on her. She's She could be a neuterer. She could come to Iowa. She could be. She could. It's good work. Good work, girly girl. I'm feeling pain. I don't like it. Uh, what's the right thing to say? Ow. Ow. Ow! And our last listener question before we get on to today's business. This comes from Jason McCullough. Admiral's Club. Uh, this is, uh, just says, real shortage of corn food products in these episodes. That feeds right <laughs> back into our obesity 
uh, thing. Listen, joke's on you, Jason McCullough. All food products are corn food products now. That's called That's corn syrup, baby. Boom! We put it in everything. LaCroix, corn syrup. Hamburgers, corn syrup. Pick a, pick a food. Pick a wrapper of the food. Do you corn have an old vat of syrup on the boil back there? Every the uh, Oh, yeah. I get it every every year. I it's, It comes in the mail, whether I want it to or not. It's just part of, you know, it's just like people who live in Alaska, they get a check from their oil subsidies. It's like that, only I get, like, one day I go to the mail and be like, something's sloshing in there. And I open yep. the mailbox and it just all pours out. And I'm like, get the jugs, kids. Get the corn jugs. Making your yeah. corn here. Yeah, and it's all the syrup. Is it like maple syrup? Like, you just juice the corn and then you boil it mm-hmm. down? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's I right. Don't, I don't believe you. You said that I, with authority, but I do not believe you. <laughs> Well, you juice the corn for sure. You milk it like a cow. What you do is you put it in some kind of like utter contraption, and then you yeah. just like squeeze it. Squeeze it. If anybody it. does know how to make corn syrup, I'm genuinely interested. <laughs> um. Charlie, he fell into the classic trap of thinking I know anything. Um, no, I didn't. I know you don't. <laughs> I know you about the you know about the history of like theater. I guess stuff, <laughs> or 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 if whatever I know, you don't know it, so maybe it's plausible. That's very true. <laughs> God, your poor students. I know what paying jerks the paying the University of Iowa good money. <laughs> um, so I think that does it for listener mail. Good times. And thus concludes our listener mail that our phasers were sent to. So I haven't been watching much of the old TNG. You haven't. More than you, but not very much. <laughs> I'll have it on in the background, etc. This is why, Charlie, you have earned the 60-40 split in um, the profits we make from this Yes, podcast. exactly. Charlie gets 60% of zero, whereas I get 40% of zero, which is appropriate and right. I will say, the thing I noticed um, in the episode I watched a few weeks ago, where uh, Worf's mother brings... Alexander to Worf and says, hey, take this kid off my hands. He's a maniac. You're right. Worf's mom looks like an old Deanna Troy. This is Russian mom, right? The adopted Russian mom. mom. Adopted mom. Looks a lot like Worf's crush slash ex, Deanna I, Troy. I see what you're picking up. Is this is this a bit of casting, uh, you know, rand, randosity, or is it... Um, is it a little character thing they put in there? What's a little that? happy accident? Yeah. Because we date our parents, which is alarming and disturbing, and let's not think too much about it, but it's super no. true. Let's not. Yeah. That could be. <sighs> Are you dating your mom or your dad right now? <laughs> oh, I'm super dating my dad. <laughs> not my dad, my stepdad, actually. Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, it's uncanny. But they, they, they look alike. They're both... Gemini's, they're both carpenters, they're both former college professors who are like super liberal, like maybe too liberal to live. Like they're just like very a lot alike. Yeah. That's funny you mentioned that because I'm actually dating your mom right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Lucky, lucky you, because she's a real wildcat in the sack, is what I heard. (laughs) Oh god. That's what I heard. Wow. Wow. From whom did you hear this? Why, my mother, in fact. 
Oh, your mom. <laughs> she was like, let me tell you, whatever else they say about me, let them know I'm a wild cat in the sack. She's oh. 79. This is what I get. That's what you get. And still looks five years older than you do. Yeah, she does. She looks great. She can do a four-minute headstand in yoga. Wow. Here's her motto. She says, I go to yoga class and I find someone who's younger than me and I put them to shame. <laughs> and the sad thing is, is the person who's younger than her that she's usually putting to shame is my sister, who's like, mother, mom. No. She's like, that's what you get for putting me through your adolescence. Suck it. My mom is a beast. She's she's awesome. Yeah. She's up there with Alice in the in the stick fighting. <laughs> I would be happy if it was just her and Alice just wandering the plains. That's a movie. Let's write that movie, Charlie. Searching for scrap metal. Yeah, it's like the road, only fun. What's your mom's name? Joan. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? No. If her name had been Carol, that would have been something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. What if her name was Restaurant? That would be amazing. What are the odds? <laughs> Perfect. And what if they never figured that out? No, like, never. They, they never, never put it together. Because they're living in a dystopian future where they're walking around finding scrap metal, so they don't know about stuff. Yeah. What do you think your mom would do with the scrap metal? Oh, she would... Um, she, knowing my mother, she would probably find a way to fashion the scrap metal into scholarships for minority children. Um. <laughs> like, she would, she would make yurts that are better than other people's yurts. Um, I... She would create an orphanage, and all of those children would be better than the people who are be-parented. Right. She's extraordinary. She's an extraordinary woman. Uh, if Alice had scrap metal, I think she would probably just play with it and not let you throw it away. <laughs> well, she'd be a good partner then. If yeah. you're in the scrap metal business. And she would scream until all the mutants would like run away. Hey, Charlie, have you discovered the parenting trick of like cleaning their room, quote unquote, but really throwing half their stuff away? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fun. Um... I explained to her, she didn't listen to reason, but I explained to her, we just lived for two and a half weeks without any of your stuff, and you were fine. She was like, no. And she, she's like, no, we're not gonna. No. No, that's absurd. She sleeps with so many stuffed animals in her bed. I said, Alice, her mom, Alice, Lauren and I said, Alice, we've got to get rid of some of these stuffed animals, because there's no room for you. And she goes, I could sleep like this. And she curled up into a little ball Aww. and got in the corner of her bed. So as not to lose stuffies. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's adorable. That's a happy problem. Um, yeah, pretty adorable. That's cute. Um, I think that concludes our topical section. We did it. Good job. And I think, because I think this next section might take up a little bit of time. Oh my goodness. Megan. Yes, Charlie. Corn, 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 I feel like we missed the kind of prime corn season. We sure did between August and now late November. So now let me ask you. Yeah. How's the corn? The corn, look, we put the corn through through a lot, right? It's been harvested. 
It's been uh, inspected in silos. Like, it's like a whole thing. There have been, like, the inspection process for corn to see, like, which corn is, like, the feed corn that we're going to give to, like, animals and which corn is going to make it to the table. It's a very intense, winnowing <laughs> process. There's, like, a beauty pageant sort of thing. Uh, we inspect it for, like, the, you know, color and the size and the whole thing. And, in fact, this year we had a bit of a scandal because one of the judges was, like, going into the dressing room when the corn is still, you know, getting detasseled. And so that was like a whole, like, that's unethical! It's unethical! So we had to, like, that was a huge deal. Huge deal. But it's, we recovered, we recovered. Because the integrity, the integrity of the winnowing is the most important thing, right? Of the, of the corn princessing. So we did that. We, we shucked the corn. We, we snorked. The corn, which is, I don't want to go, it's like a high-tech farm phrase. I don't want to go into, it's a, I don't want to speak over, you know, my jargon. But, like, we did this whole thing. We did a, there was, like, some pitchfork maneuvers that you got to do with the corn. It's, it's complicated. It's, um, but we did it. And so we got the corn, like, got it in the silos, ready to go to market. We turned some of it into syrup through our squeezing. We did, um, we got, we, we tried to sell it to China. China's like, we don't want it. So that's a bit of a tizzy. We don't know what's going to happen there. But we got like, we're ready. We're, re- we're ready for the winter. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're ready to, we're wallpapering with the husks. We got that going on. We have insulated. Now, we stuff it into our armpits, like in the co- in the oh. armpits of our coats. So like we're ready for like like don't don't you don't want to hug an Iowan in this season if you don't expect like if you you're gonna hear like crunch sounds if you hug an Iowan right now because so like we're, we shouldn't be spies. November's a bad month for Iowans to be spies because we got like shucks. We're all beshucked right now. Now, I, I apologize if I didn't notice this before, but huh. on the shelf behind you, it appears to be some corn art <laughs> on top of that filing cabinet. Where? I don't know what that really is. Oh. <laughs> it looks like a, a beautiful sculpture of some corn with, a, with the tassels delicately <laughs> cascading. I'm going to take a picture. I won that. As a, that was a prize for, uh, you know, being so awesome this fall. Um... I don't know how to... There we go. I'm going to do a screen grab. Uh, and I'll post that on the Twitter for people to look at and tell me, yes, you're correct, that does look like corn. <laughs> but here's the thing. You spend too long in Iowa, Charlie, everything looks like corn. That's the whole thing. You're like, what, is that a Honda Fit? Corn, corn, and corn. And that was Megan's Corn Report. <laughs> I'm going to cut that last part out because everything looks like corn. was perfect. Uh, <laughs> guys, this has been episode 35 of Zep Phasers to Fun. We did hope it. you had as much fun as I did. Episode. The next episode is episode 36 where we begin that steep slide into middle age. So yeah. you're getting us when we're peaking. I like the optimism. Thanks. Uh, guys, as always, we have a Twitter account. We'd love to hear from you. We have an email address, which I have not looked at in a while. Let me look at it. And nothing. Not even a spam. <laughs> um, so, happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I check on Twitter to see if anybody's talking to us. Nobody is. Uh, I want to hear about corn syrup. I want to hear about Star Trek. Otherwise, stay out of my feed. 
What a jerk. <laughs> That's me. No, I, 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 uh, the phaserinos are dear to my heart. You can be in my feed anytime because I don't, I just talk about nonsense. You sure do. <laughs> what do you want? You think we are not smart? I think you need to continue to develop. We are smart. Prove it. <laughs>